Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, June 2, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? A lot of stuff on the docket. The market is doing stuff. The market did things today that indicated it's going to do other things. So we're going to unpack whatever that means, and we'll get into a variety of different things, including a multitude of charts. But what we do is first begin on the daily chart, what's jumping off the page at me? The first thing jumping off the page is, and you guessed it, those of you that have been paying attention know that I've been waiting for and have called it on numerous occasions unfinished business we were waiting on 417. Guess what? They closed the day above 417. That's not all. But wait, there's more. Remember yesterday, we took a look at the last 10-minute candle of the day, and just in case you don't remember which one it was, it was that one. It was a big down candle, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, last 10 minutes of the day. Well, guess what? Today wasn't the same exact thing, but it was pretty darn close. Last 10 minutes of the day, what do they do? They jam the market up in what we do call a jam session into the end of the day, a.k.a. they goose the tape. And they did it to close above 417. That was an important spot. It was unfinished business. It somewhat gives us a clue for what's coming sooner than later. We'll get to more of that in a few moments. What else we have on the daily chart and something that we talked about yesterday is they were beginning to put in a bullish, flaggish, eating time off the clock type of formation. Now, that doesn't mean they have to do it for a long, long time. It just means that that's what they're doing. And at some point, the concept is they will break out to the upside out of that formation. Well, the longer they would eat time off the clock sideways, the concept is the higher they'll run to the upside. Doesn't have to work that way. It just normally does work that way. Doesn't mean they can't break out in advance. Today, at close, they gave the impression, unless there's a fake out operation starting Friday morning, they gave the impression that they're on a breakout type of mission. There's a couple of other things that happened to lead me in that direction. So let's go back to yesterday. Yesterday, they ran a test of the breakup candle low. That's right here. We talked about it yesterday's video. Now, if they were going to push below that price and get below yesterday's low, for example, of course, it would open the door to fill the gap and potentially lower. But in making another attempt this morning, they actually didn't get to yesterday's low but rather turned around, went back in the other direction, and decided to take care of the unfinished business up north rather than the unfinished business from yesterday and the gap down south. That's obviously bullish behavior. It's also very telling, and it gives us, meaning Mrs. Market was giving us clues during the day that that was essentially taking place. You'll see some of those clues posted inside the numbers. Let's say they do break out and continue going. Not that they have to do it all in one bite on Friday, for example. Certainly could bleed into next week, 
But where would they be going? Well, the next big-time target on the upside would be where? Right around 425. Why is that? Well, for one, you have a 50-period moving average. Those act as magnetic forces and draw price in the closer price gets. The other thing you have, and this is no secret, you have a big-time breakdown candle high. What's the price? Ironically enough, four and a quarter. Those two things should act magnetic and draw price in. What if they don't bust out? We have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. So here we go again looking at the same thing we've been discussing. They can continue to eat time off the clock. This can be what was, at least by the end of the session today, maybe a false breakout. Doesn't mean they won't do it. What it would mean if they weren't ready yet is just they're not ready yet. What if they come back below today's low, yesterday's low? Well, then you can likely forget the gap. They would likely be going a lot lower, having had an opportunity two days in a row to go fill the gap and complete the unfinished business. They chose to go back in the other direction. If that ends up being a failure now, it's unlikely they stop at the gap. They would likely go lower. That's how I'm reading the tape. Just for added stuff, here's a trend line drawn from the pivot high over here that took place March 29th, connected to this pivot that was essentially a failure. It was a attempt and failure. That's where the market went a lot lower, 421 candle. So if you connect those two pivots, where do you come out where current price is? Interestingly enough, this is going to be around four and a quarter, give or take, depending on when price gets up there, if price gets up there. So A, you have a breakdown candle high, a magnetic force. B, you have a 50-period moving average. Magnetic force, they draw price in, the closer price gets. C, you have a downsloping trend line that will act as A, a magnetic thing, and B, resistance when and if price does get there, depending on how it gets there. What I mean by that is, for example, if they just ran sideways here until price met that downsloping trend line, it might provide resistance anyway, but it's not the same as running up into a downsloping trend line and overhead resistance, quote unquote. Some food for thought stuff, I would put those things on a sticky note. Kind of smells like there's a full stack in the making. And this time, what I mean is, the appearance is it's a full stack drawing price up to 425. Doesn't mean it has to stop there, doesn't have to be the final resting place, but it is a target and likely price will get drawn into that zone. Why not? Take a look at the weekly chart. What do we have? Interestingly enough, it's down sloping, so next week it'll be at a slightly different price, but we have the 20 week moving average slightly above with the number we just talked about, but this one comes in around 4.30. Next week, it'll probably come in slightly less, but that's also interesting information. Why is that? Because the 20-period moving average, regardless of what chart we're looking at, what time frame we're looking at, is in fact home base. Why is that important? Because the market doesn't like to get too far from home base. The market got stretched from home base. It's snapping back toward home base. 
We talked about the rubber band snackback situation many, many times. Monthly chart, big tail candle, just food for thought. I know what traders are thinking. They want to know, well, when and what price is the next short? Is it 425? Is it a different number? What's going on? Well, what I'll say here is the first order of business is taking the ride up to the next area that is overhead resistance. And what we'll say is from a lazy swing trader, we are positioned that way. All right. Gave you a lot of high-priced information for free. So let's take a look at inside the numbers. We'll start with the commentary. We'll circle back to stocks on the move. What I urge you to do after I point out a couple of important things so you get the flavor of what's going on here is pause the video, read all the notes, and go back to the chart to double-check the work. We've got a happy Thursday on our hands. Wake up a little green on the screen. They're trying to bounce back up. The big picture is the daily chart is beginning to eat time off the clock after running a test yesterday. Eat time off the clock in a bullish formation. The numbers look like this. 413 is a key spot this morning. Getting above opens the door to run a test of the breakdown candle high, 416.24, and just above is the spike of 417 we've been discussing. Just for kicks, we're using a 15-minute chart right now. Right at the vertical is today's activity. I want to get our faculties, and then we'll go down to some of the lower numbers as the day got underway. But just as an aside, at zero dark 30, we know that 413 is important. Below opens the door for lower stuff. Above opens the door for another rally and the unfinished business of 417. So guess what? You can see here, later in the day, around noon, Halfway through the day, they tried to bust up, and they weren't able to do it on the first run, but they weren't rejected. That's a telltale sign. When they go to an important spot, they try and get through, and they come down right away from that spot, but they really don't get very far in the southern direction. That's the way the market is kind of indicating that, hey, yeah, we recognize the number. It's a resistance area. It's important, sure. But here's what we're doing. We're not ready yet, but we're getting ready to go through. That's what the market's telling you when it's not rejected, when it just eats some time off the clock underneath a number. So you take that type of information, and then you say, hey, there was kind of a unorthodox message that came out for the lazy swing trader folks with the type of trade it was. It's not the typical trade that I put out. It's more of a breakout type of trade. It's not my bread and butter type of trade, but they do exist. I'm happy to participate when I really have the conviction. At least, based on what happened through the rest of the day, the writing was on the wall. Stay with me. This will clear up in a few moments. This is an interesting one because it really comes from a discussion we had in last night's video. We're talking middle of the road. This is at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's still kind of zero dark 30, at least in parts of the country. So in a recent video, I discussed the concept of the halfway point, midpoint, all that stuff. And I tried to allude to a more important phenomenon. All of a sudden, I take a look at the market around 8 o'clock this morning, and here we are. We're in the middle of two really important spots. We're in the middle of two pieces of unfinished business, 417 and 405, give or take. They were trading right around... 411. It's kind of a 
Funny how that works. I know that one of those two pieces of unfinished business is going to get completed sooner than later. They just don't necessarily send you a tweet in advance as to which one. But here it is. One or the other or both are going to get done. What happened? One got done. We're moving along. Now, they start to move a little bit, and we have to uncover some other numbers. 411.75, those of you that have been around for more than a few days will be familiar with that number. Above it, we've got the 413 again, and then we've got 415, then we've got 417, and all that stuff. Below, we've got 409.20. There it is, down at 409.20. Now, they did go a little bit lower, but 409.20 is like yesterday's 409.40. Let's see what else we have as the day almost gets underway. By 9.10, the thieves in the pre-market already paid a visit and ran a test of 409.20. That was kind of a bummer because there was a trade there on the first hit, either getting to there or bouncing from there, but they did it in the pre-market, so it takes some of that away. Then we have a line in the sand, 406.93, which opened the door to fill the gap. And if they were going to go lower, we had more numbers. But we know our numbers. We know where our line in the sand is. Now, look what they did. Remember, they almost got to yesterday's low. That was the line in the sand. The low today was 407.04, just basically 11 cents above yesterday's low. But that was the line in the sand. Now, we had some commentary about some stocks on the move. We're going to circle back to those later. So we're saying a bull bear battle is likely around 406.93. They just kind of took a peek down there and then got the heck out of there. Also, a bullish sign, not necessarily at the moment, but as you begin to look back as the day starts to cook along, you say, hey, that was a bullish thing they did. And then we have at 934, already we know where the rescue operation begins, 409.65. So what does that mean? That means if they can begin getting to and above, 409.65, closing candles above, that's the beginning of our bull case. Now we've switched over to a 10-minute chart just so I keep you on your toes. Now the line is at 409.65. So you can see here, pretty good spike. They fell right back down. Looks like a failure in the making. No such dice. They finally get above it, and guess what? They never look back. Once they started getting above and they closed the candle above, The rescue operation was on, the other numbers get activated, and so on. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. You're going to see the same numbers come up in the commentary. You're going to see if above, then they do this. If they stay below, then it keeps the door open for that. Another base hit from Stocks on the Move, we'll get back to those. What you find is once the rescue operation was underway, then they're going to get to... For example, 411.75 is the target. If they can get above on candle closes, the next target becomes 413. This is your tour guide type of information. Now check this out. So here we go at around 1225. What am I watching? Now remember, the swing trade alert didn't come out too long after this. I'm already thinking about this. I'm studying. I'm watching. I'm contemplating. I'm doing the mental masturbation thing. That's what traders do. So what am I watching? Well, we have one of those patterns inside of another pattern situation. Below is the 120-minute chart. I'll bring up the chart and we'll take a closer look at it anyway, but let me read the stuff 
first, and then we'll go back to the chart. It shows from a longer-term perspective that price is just eating time off the clock. That's the longer pattern. That's really a flag pattern anyway. However, inside of that, we had that big-time breakdown candle from yesterday, see red box. There's the red box. So they're either going to run a test of the high of that candle and then come back down, or the longer flag pattern is the dominant thing. Right. So let me show you the rest of the notes. If they break out, we're looking at a run to four and a quarter and higher next week. If they fail and come back down, unfinished business at the gap and lower. So I've already got a beat on the thing. I know both sides. It's just a question of, is Mrs. Market really telling us which way she's going, or is she going to run a fake-out operation into Friday? We'll find out. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. Long list of stocks on the move today. We're only going to look at ones that hit their price objective or entry target. So we'll look at HPE, MGY, Microsoft, or Mickeysoft, as some like to call it. We'll take a look at Sienna, even though it jumped below the target. And we'll also look at Twilio. First one on the board, Hewlett Packard Enterprise. Closed yesterday at 1580, getting a haircut or buzz cut at the open. 1457 and then 1422 was the secondary number. The low of day happens to be 1423. There are no accidents or coincidences. They turned around, they provided the minimum required base hit, and then some, regardless of whether you took a fill or got a fill or didn't fill on the second number, it doesn't matter. They still did the deal. The numbers work. Next up, Magnolia Oil and Gas, not to be confused with Magnolia Lane. 26.15 was the number. They came in, spiked it by a few pennies after getting their buzz cut at the open. The rest is history. You can see they provided the minimum required base hit, pulled into second with a stand-up double. Those that wanted to stretch at the third were able to do so. The numbers work. Remember, stocks and markets, commodities, doesn't matter. They're all headed for a destination. The challenge is, can you or me or anybody else find the destination? They're going to do one of two things at the destination. A, they're going to hit it, turn around, and go back in the other direction, or they're going to hang out for a cup of coffee because the destination is really somewhere else. And then you might ask, well, what about the ones that blow through the numbers? Because I had the destination incorrect. Next trade, Mickey Soft, haircut at the open, 263 even was my number. Obviously, you see what happened. They went a little bit lower, not much. The low of day happened to be 261.60. They immediately turned around, went back in the other direction. We're rounding first. You're rounding second. You're rounding third. $11 from entry to closing price on a Microsoft-type trade, Mickeysoft-type trade. Call it what you want. That's a home run type of situation from a day trading perspective. You never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. Like Twilio, which was the last one on the board, 98.95. This one falls into the redonkulous camp. You had to have an order in right before the opening bell. They opened the tape, they hit the number, they spiked it, they took off, went up in the other direction. I mean, technically, you didn't have to have the order in, but you had to be quick. And look at this. This was a home run. It was a grand salami. 
What does that mean? That means there were bases jammed. Look at this. It was like a 111 today from an entry of 98.95. Did I hold the position to 111? Of course not. It's just the concept that if you just took a profit and then held the rest, just saying, as long as they don't come back down below my entry point, I'm going to hold it. If you did that, and that is the concept, Jordan does it in the room. He doesn't hold it all day all the time, but he does squeeze more out of these trades. If you just did that, you got $11, $12. Same thing with Mickey Soft. And by the way, the majority of this stuff happened within 15, 20 minutes of trading. The rest was on cruise control. Had a nice day in the first 30-minute candle. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, we talked yesterday about a target. 189, 188 in that ballpark. Where'd they finish today? Right in that ballpark. No accidents or coincidences. Doesn't have to be the end of the rally. That was just the near-term target. What was the next target? 191 and a half. Remember what we were saying about the IWM down here. This is a pullback pattern. When did they start going up? Was it on time? And the answer is, yes, it was. Funny how that works. They filled their gap. They didn't go any lower. They got out of there quickly. Bullish pullback pattern. Put that on a sticky note. What about the folks down at the transportation department? What have we been talking about? We've been talking about this tremendous breakdown candle. If they started creeping up, they're going to do what? They're going to keep creeping because they want to get to the top to run a test. That's where they're headed now, to the top to run a test. If they can get above, a whole nother situation starts to unfold. It should be garden variety of overhead resistance. What about the Q people? Same routine. It's all the same market. 319, give or take, is really where they're headed now. After that, three and a quarter. And there's no accident or coincidence that we talked about four and a quarter in the SPY, and then all of a sudden, three and a quarter in the Qs. No accidents, no coincidences. That's the way the market works. By the way, just to flip it around, just in case we are the umpire calling balls and strikes, if they don't break out, if there's a failure in the making on Friday, then we have the same situation. The bogey essentially is the low here, 302.42. Below that opens the door to the gap. Staying above that, they're still just eating time off the clock. Could have been a temporary false breakout, but until they break down, it's not a breakdown. Hashtag reading the tape. What about the financials, the XLF? They're eating some time off the clock underneath the 50-period moving average. What's the likelihood they're going to stop at the 50-period moving average if they do this for another day or two? Well, they're probably not. If they shoot up tomorrow, 36 to 36 and a quarter, give or take, is going to be overhead resistance. Same routine we talked about on the flip side. We talked about it last night. If they fail, they start getting below this low here from 34.53 on the 26th. Then it opens the door to the gap and then other stuff, the 20-period moving average. But if they're not doing that, then they're eating time off the clock, building energy to push into and potentially through that 50-period moving average. Smash Mouth, same routine. Where are they headed? In a bull tape, 258. In a failure, same routine we talked about in all the other markets. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast 
Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.